Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to The Chosen Chronicles. FTW's hottest podcast and its host, Connell Gardner, is about to take you behind the scenes of the FTW's biggest stars. Get ready, listeners, because here he is, FTW's chosen one, CPG himself, Connell Gardner. Two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to season two, episode one, two, three. That's right, episode goddamn seven. We have a fantastic guest on with us today. He is one of the guys within FTW and FSB that I've wanted to get on for so goddamn long. But unfortunately, with work schedules and whatever else, I keep saying this with every guest that I have on. Because it's goddamn true. We're just so hardworking. He is a former breakout champion. He's one half of the Alliance Tag Team Champions with a Tyvillian. And he is still currently an FSB champion with Alan Duncan. Wait, yeah, you did say it right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Mr. Killer Chaos. Jacoby, thank you very much for joining me, my bud. Appreciate it, man. Good to be here. So, like I've said, we've wanted to do this for so bloody long. But what I'm interested in finding out is, how the hell did you find Prediction Wrestling? <laughs> um, actually, Byron came to me. I didn't know anything about it at all. So I was like, okay, I'm going to check it out. I was going to do it for a little bit, and then I was going to stop. But it just got so fun to do it, all the promos and all the cool things we get to do. I say, yeah, I'm feeling this. I'm keep going. So, how hard, like, so obviously you're a wrestling fan. So what, um, how long have you been watching? Um, have you been watching since you were a kid or since like later in life, teenager to adult? I started watching when I was in the sixth grade. Somebody in my sixth grade class actually got me into it. He's a big DX fan. Ever since I've been watching every show, going to every show, just going crazy as a fan. <laughs> how, how hard was it for you to come in to the prediction side of things? So I've mentioned on previous episodes where when we watch a show, what we'll do is we'll say, oh, Lesnar will come out at the end of the match. Roman will hit a spear here. Roman will win. Edge will win. Seth Rollins will win. But how hard was it for you to adapt? When you came in, you had to start thinking about who was going to win, who would show up, how they would win. To be honest, it, it was pretty hard because with WWE, they changed stuff up so much now on Raw. And then SmackDown is just, uh, I guess they're going to win and they probably changed some last minute. And with AEW, they legit, they on top right now. The main thing about AEW, and I've said this before, is that they're not stealing talent. So they're not talent that still have contracts, aren't bunching ship. Like they aren't asking for the release. They're getting released. And then AEW are just going in, swooping them up and putting putting them on TV and showing the potential that they have. 
rather than just keeping them in NXT like Adam Cole and when they go to go to the main roster, just shit on it. Right. But where did the name Killer Chaos come from? Because that's, to me, a crazy name. (laughs) Well, (laughs) this sounds crazy. My daytime boss called me Killer. He'd been calling me that ever since I worked for him. He called me that today. And I'm just hmm. thinking, like, why did he call me that? And I think I know why. I used to call myself J-Killer back in the day. Kind of like a ladies' man, mag daddy, you know what I'm saying, get the girl. Hmm. <laughs> so I just kind of put things together. I'm like, okay. I need to think of a cool name for this prediction, like, be really catchy. Grab everybody's attention. So I said, okay, I'm going to stick with the killer. And then what else I like is I like a lot of destruction, a lot of carnage, a lot of action movies. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm going to do chaos. <laughs> well, that's, that's actually a cool way to think about it because, again, your name resolutes, or resolutes with you because you said, like, back in the day, your nickname was Killer. So that's the first part of the name. Like many of us here... Our names, like with mine, CPG is my initials. Um, there's a few others in there that their name has like sig- major significance to them. So it's nice to see that we've got another star in there that is the exact same that finds something um, in their day-to-day life to bring in the FTW to make it feel more homely. Yeah. Something that works for them. How, works for how do you feel... How do you feel being an FTW and FSB? And is there a few differences that maybe you want to, like, chat about um, within the different companies? Don't worry, you're not going to get in trouble. <laughs> it's cool, man. No, I'm fine with everything. I like how everything is going. I like all the robberies that's going on right now. I'm trying to keep up, but my work schedule is kind of tough. But I'm feeling everything. I, I, I love it. It's not well, What about... What about the man behind Killer Chaos? How what's uh, Jacoby's day to day like? <laughs> it's nothing like this. Just a hardworking dad, just trying to stay up. Don't get to see my kid as much. She lives in California right now, so I got to travel back and forth to visit her. As long as I bring her here, it's not easy. Jeez, but like. With your, like we've said before, you have a busy work schedule. Um, what sort of line of work are you in? And how does that impact making promos, doing videos, writing stuff, getting predictions in? I work for two private contractors doing cleaning. One is like in a shipyard. It's like all day work, man. It's torture. And another one is in a medical building. So... By the time I get off, I'd be, like, so exhausted. Like, ah, I don't have the energy to do, like, a live promo, so I just mostly do the written ones. How hard do you find the written promos? Do you find that, like, do you have the creative juices go into your head? Do they, does it make it a lot easier for you? Or do you find it quite hard to try and think of what Killer Chaos would be up to? <laughs> I try to let everybody think, okay, what he's going to say next. Because I always put, like, a title with a promo. Like, okay, what are you going to talk about? I try to get him thinking, like, okay, this guy about to go crazy. Or this guy about to do something really cool. 
try to get everybody to like everything. That's why I do the comic series. Yeah, which I really want to talk about because that is one of the funniest and best shit that we have in FTW at the minute. And I really want to see a lot more of it, but because of your busy schedule, we know we're not going to get a lot. Like, can can we make this like a week, like a day, a daily or weekly thing where we just get like a comic strip, and uh, we just get a bunch of good shit, like a bunch of good content in there that includes most of us, if not all of us, because it it that shit's entertaining. <laughs> Appreciate it. I can try, man, but with my schedule, I don't. I don't know. I guess I'd be tired when I'm That's I what I said. It's very, very hard to balance a work life with FTW because I've said before, and I've said this to Byron, this is like a second job to me. Um, I work in a shop nine to five as much as I can. Used to work in a bar. That's why we could never get this done. Um, might end up going back to the bar at nights when I work in a shop at day, so it'll make it harder to get this done. But... I treat this as a second job, maybe a third job when I get the bar again, because it's entertainment. So we're all creative guys and girls because we've got um, a few female players now, which is fantastic to see. That's but I treat this we talk about. I we treat this as females. a job. We <laughs> do need more females. We do need more females. We've got like a handful now. We've got Sweet Sensation Shelly. We've got um, Lady Assassin. Lady Assassin, we got the Goddess of Victory, um, Estrella. Yeah. You know, we got so many females in now. I'm sorry if we missed any, but we've got Courtney Bell. We got so many uh, females in now. It's nice to see because before it was a male driven group, um, like DC Byron, you, me, Haywood, Tyson Holly, well, Adam, um, Pin- or Caleb the Pinnacle. So it's nice now to see that there's that sort of divide where we have a, a women's division and the women are just as tough as the men and aren't afraid to put out a massive promo and put us all on our ass or just... <laughs> yeah. That would be something, picks. though, man. It's, 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 it's honestly madness. But you mentioned previously, um, to go back to Jacoby, of watching WWE... You've said you've saw Ross Smackdown. You try and watch as much as you can. How has the yeah, recent sort of I don't have cable, shows... so I got to catch highlights. Yeah. How have the recent shows affected your love for the company? Mm. You mean for WWE? For WWE, yeah. <laughs> they need a lot of work, man. They've they fallen off a lot. See, with AEW, AEW are following an FTW approach. The amount of FTW shit that's in AEW at the minute is crazy. Um, we think that there's a spy in the group somewhere, so let's hope it's not you. Oh, no, it's some other type of nerd, man. He's like in a sky deck or something. <laughs> this, is, this is what I'm saying. This is Maybe this is the whole reason behind the Chosen Chronicles is to interview everybody to see if they're the grass. To see if they're the traitor in the FTW ranks. Um, because we have seen so much of our content end up on AEW TV. Um, especially with the name of MGF's group, The Pinnacle. Um, stealing it of Alan Matthew. There's been a few promos that we've done. Where there's been 
lines be installed. Um, fuck around, find out by Ravencroft that's been installed. So I just ha- I just had to check that it wasn't you. I just had to check. Nah, I'm in the shadows, man. I don't do stuff like that. <laughs> uh, I'm only joking. <laughs> Let me ask they you want a question. Female. How hard did you mark out when CM Punk arrived on AEW TV? Oh, man, I started crying my damn self. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, he's back. It's climbing time. <laughs> did you ever think that they would happen? Yeah, I knew it was going to happen. WWE treated him so shitty, man. And he got fired on his, on his uh, what is it, wedding day? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I said, oh, my God. I wish I was there, though. I was like, I was like, I'll pass out for somebody. Oh, my God, he's yeah. here. <laughs> I was lying watching it at home, and I seen, I was sitting watching, and I knew me and Haywood and a few others were talking about it before, and we were like, oh, it's time for punk. And then we heard Cult of Personality. I jumped off my seat. I let, I thought I popped my shoulder. I, you can see, but the, the viewers can't. I jumped up and just started, like, like, this pump in the air. He said it's clobbering, or he went, like, time for it's clobbering time. I, I yelled, it's clobbering time. And, like, just punched up in the air. Started grabbing my shoulder because it hurt that much because I was swinging it around. I was like, oh, shit. My girlfriend oh, came damn. home from work. Looked you at clobbering time yourself. <laughs> girlfriend came home. I'm holding my arm. It was as if she caught me doing something. And she just walks in. She looks at me and goes, what the hell? And I was like, it, a wrestling thing, and she just goes, all right, okay, and just walks and goes straight to bed. You ain't getting no love that night. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus, bro. You're telling me. Real, real talk, man. Every day of my day job, I be singing Call the Personality when I'm cleaning. Every time, the time I get off. <laughs> my girlfriend now works night. She works in a nightclub, so in our house that we're in now, we've got, like, a ceiling speaker in the living room and kitchen. So... When she go when she fucks off the work, I get the wrestling playlist on Cult the Personality and the game Triple H, but Cult the Personality is always the first one I play. And I am bouncing around our house singing it at the top of my lungs because it is such a fun, like it's such a brilliant tune. And when Punk returned, it just gave me such a such a buzz, such a great vibe again, and just made yeah. me believe that anything's possible with FTW or with FTW with AEW. Through that, <laughs> it's just—I don't even know. It's—it's—it's it's, it's just an amazing sort of, an amazing feeling when you see somebody like. I grew up. I'm gonna sound really young. I grew up watching guys like Brian and Punk, and sort of like that within the Indies, and going into sort of WWE, growing up on Cena versus Punk, and like the whole Nexus storyline with Cena and stuff like that. So, seeing. Someone like Punk return, it for me is like people seeing Hulk Hogan return, or some people seeing like Jake the Snake or Arn Anderson. So like stuff for me, like I pop major, and I just enjoyed it so so much. Yeah, that's how I be with the shows, man. When they be live shows here, I go nuts. I was like, oh my god, and it's so different on TV in person, though. With the ring, I mean, in the ring look like it's like far away, but you go in person, like that looks kind of small. <laughs> yeah, 
But like that's my thing because obviously all the shows are over, over there. So the likelihood of me getting to an AEW show in the next, God knows how long, unless they do a European tour and they come here, will be quite Man, low. They, but they got one coming here, but I gotta work though. I know oh, Ty Van, he's going, but he's gonna bring me a shirt back. <laughs> but I wish I could really go. I say, like, dang, they got a SmackDown one coming up too. Oh well, uh, it's it's okay. You can you can miss that one. <laughs> Why you say that? <laughs> you can, you can miss SmackDown because we all know what it's gonna be. It's gonna be Roman Reigns coming out with the Usos and Paul Heyman, <laughs> saying how he's the best on the roster. He'll get interrupted by someone. There'll be a beatdown. He'll slide out of the I, ring. I swear to God, every time I see Paul Heyman, look like he' about to shit his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he like just, he's about, okay. I'm about to suck his dick. I'm about to, I'm about to give him the head right now. Yes, my tribal chief. <laughs> that you know, I was watching the clip from SmackDown there of when um, Brock comes back and uh, Brock looks at Paulie and goes to Paulie. He goes, "Why didn't you tell your tribal chief that I was coming back at SummerSlam?" And Paul just looked at Reigns and was like, "My tribal chief, my tribal chief," and I went. What the fuck happened? That man used to be the leader of the extreme. That guy <laughs> bounced checks off like the guy, like crazy bastards of like Sandman, Sabu, Rob Van Dam. I was like, how the hell is he succumbed to? Yes, my tribal chief. I'm sorry, my tribal chief. Piss off. Yeah, like what the fuck is wrong with you, man? <laughs> He's one of the most creative minds in the business, and we've got him. Like, don't get me wrong, I love him as a manager, and I love him managing Ro- Roman. I just don't like the way he's just ready to get on his knees every time Roman Reigns moves. Yeah. So then you about to kiss his man feet? About to kiss his converse? <laughs> oh, my God. Don't even get me started. I just... I don't know. It's some of the product that Vince is putting out now in this whole... With all the releases and stuff like that, it's just... It's just getting... It's just getting a joke now. So you really think he's going to sell? I don't know. I really don't know. Hunter's just after taking a heart attack. Um, spoiler for anybody who didn't know, uh, Triple H had a. Yeah, I read that man. I was like, oh my god. That's they a game. said cardiac. They said a cardiac uh, event, but that means he took a heart attack or palpitations or something like that. So, okay. if. Hunter is taking freaking heart attacks because of the stress Vince is putting him under. I don't see Vince keeping it for much longer because it's affecting the family. Yeah. Because Vince is a Vince is a billionaire. Vince Vince could just keep it or make himself bank like make the company bankrupt and still have a billion dollars in his bank account. Yeah, he got nothing but to lose. If he's selling, he'll sell it to Fox or he'll well which Technically, is Disney. Um, I don't think he'll sell to Tony Khan. Oh hell no! Nah. Tony would be rolling. <laughs> How crazy do you think that is, though? That some guy that owns, um, he owns an American football team. I'll say American football, so that the English viewers don't get confused. Um, he owns a, a soccer team in Fulham uh, FC, and now he owns AEW. Um, which in my eyes is the leading wrestling brand in the world at the minute. I agree. 
How do you feel about talent jumping from WWE to AEW, though? That's crazy, man. I mean, that's making them look, like, really good. But that's how they're going to book them. Like, you can't have, like, the biggest star, like, you're going to be heavyweight champion, and then this guy want to be champion. How are you going to pull all that off? Yeah. Well, that's fair. Like, you got Daniel Bryan. What do you have to go against AEW? Heavyweight champion Kenny Omega and win. What about CM Punk? Is he going to challenge the next or, or what? See, my my view of it is, if it when it's WWE, they bring someone back and throw them straight into the title picture. Where I know AEW did it with Daniel Bryan, but he's been the real only one that they've brought in and shot him straight to the stars. With, like, the rest of them. Like, Miro was there a couple months before. I think maybe he won the TNT title. Um, Punk went straight for Darby Allen. Christian Cage was there a shit ton of time before he won any – well, when he won the Impact belt. Um, so, normally, when they bring people in, they put them in the programs for a few months and then give them a title opportunity, which is then justified. Whereas, with Vince, he just brings Goldberg back every – year and a half or every six months and just I feel for, put some shit for against Goldberg, Roman. <laughs> that that was a sad match. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't I don't understand why he keeps coming back. I don't know. It's, it just to me it just doesn't make sense. Need the money? <laughs> yeah but how could you need that much money? You you were on top in WCW for whatever amount of years and like, surely his first, when he was in the first Saudi show, when he first came back, surely that should have paid for the rest of his life. Because he definitely just didn't get paid $50 and was like, thanks very much. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's crazy, man. If you were to work, or if you were to own WWE, what would be your sort of card? Who would you want to book? in the high spots, who would you give a chance that hasn't really had a chance at the minute? Give me, like, for the men or female? Anything, both? I will focus on the women first because I know they, what they I think Liv Morgan pulls it for it um, last night, right? Or mm-hmm. had a tag team match during Carmella. Yeah, I don't like how they're doing Liv Morgan right now. I think she deserved better. I would have her, like, had a title shot, like, already. I think with the women's division, they've got, like, a weird sort of thing where they'll keep Charlotte in the title frame at all times. Oh, oh yeah. She's a queen, keep, man. You don't – it's kind of hard to bet against her. And, you know, fans are going against her. It's like the Roman Reigns – She's the Roman Reigns of the women's division, but it's the Roman Reigns after Shield. Um, <laughs> and I feel really bad because crowds just shit on her all the time, but she's a fantastic star. But she just doesn't get the recognition because she's like, what, a 14-time women's champion already? And she's only been Didn't they take away two title reigns? Probably. It's WWE. Yeah. Fuck knows what they've done. I know, right? <laughs> Who else? Who else do you think should be in the title or like the main title frame on the man's side? 
Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say Riddle. I was thinking about Riddle. I was like, nah, that young. Dang, who's on all in Raw, man? Because it's like dead. <laughs> not Drew McIntyre. He had too many chances. I think he won a SmackDown. Maybe Ricochet? He got some amazing, amazing moves, man. He hasn't been anywhere lately. They keep putting him back down on the bottom. Uh, I'm not really liking how they're doing Jeff because they got him like in a comedy built. Yeah, the, the 24-7 run. Yeah, I think he's about to leave to go with his brother. Fingers crossed. Um, another two people I think that will be leaving at their end of their contracts are Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I know about think- them. Do you think that there's any room for them in AEW? Uh, the thing is, who's going to be heel and who's going to be a babyface? Which I know is going to be Kevin Owens, a heel, joining his boys, the Young Bucks, and um, Kenny Omega. But uh, but see, Sammy if, Zayn, if, I don't, I don't know. If Kev goes back, if Kev and Sammy both go back. Kev's back to Kevin Steen, and Sammy will be El Generico again. So they can both afford to be heels and not face each other every week. If they book it that way. <laughs> if they book it that way. But with AEW booking, it seems quite smart. So hopefully that's what we will see. But being Jacoby, who do you, like, who have you, like, looked at growing up and like aspired to be who's it like who was the the guy that you fell in love with wrestling because of who was the inspiration behind Killer Chaos? The Rock. I gotta say the Rock. It was Stone Cold, but when the Rock came in, you know all his little silly catchphrases. <laughs> I, I I practiced that stuff like every day. He did a promo, and it, it was so funny. I did around a lot of people. What do you think of doing uh, video promos rather than written? I know you said you haven't got a lot of time, which limits sort of the promos you can do. But um, if given the opportunity and time is granted, how would you feel about doing video promos? Are you comfortable with the camera on, or would you much rather stick to the written stuff? Oh, I, I'll do either one, written or video at the time. But the video, I think everybody want to see, okay, my reactions on everything that's going on. All my face reactions, like, okay, this guy is really good. He's going to be on the top. Watch what I tell you. All see, with you right now. <laughs> yeah. With you, you're a storyteller. So most of the stuff that you're going to be saying is a culmination of a feud or like the ongoing of a feud. So people like most of the stuff needs to be written, but there'll be a nice, like every once in a while where you just pop your head up and you attack one of us verbally. And we can finally see the face behind killer chaos, the reactions behind them. And that's why I wanted to bring you on here because with a lot of people in the group, we don't really get to see the man or the woman behind the character we only get to see killer chaos we don't get to see jacoby 
we only get to see CPG, we don't get to see Connell. So it's nice for us now to find out that um, you have a kid and unfortunately they don't live with you, but you get to see them when they travel or um, you work multiple jobs just to sort of keep yourself busy, keep yourself going. Um, and in my eyes, it's just like doing stuff like this and allowing for people to see the, like the people behind the character, it allows for more personal relationships to build up because now people will be like, oh, Jacoby's a, Jacoby's a sign guy. Um, I didn't, I never would have thought of maybe taxing him to do like to work with him before, but he seems like a nice guy. So um, oh, I'll go and text him to see, you know what I mean? If we can do something together or maybe if someone lives near you and they didn't realize they can now maybe contact you and meet up and you could do a video or something together if you are both free. Yeah, that's fine, man. I actually did another video chat with um, Always Clever, Gregory. Mm-hmm. He did one recently with me, and he wants to do a podcast together. I came up with a little cool name for it, a Always Killer and Killer Playoff, I mean, podcast. But right. I haven't got back when you kind know, of I think mm. he was sick last time I talked to him. Yeah. Um, he's a nice guy, though, as well. Um, yeah, he's mad cool. Unfortunately, I think Greg's just had a bunch of stuff happen to him at the one time. Um, and he had to step away for a while. Like, this was a couple of weeks ago, or a couple of months ago, and different shit was just happening to the poor guy. But I think now he's back, and he's got everything back on track, and he can just sort of sit and enjoy himself again. But... I think it would be fantastic to see Killer Chaos and Always Clever do a pod because, trust me, it is a lot of fun. Oh, uh, yeah. I know the feeling. Would you like to give some of the, the listeners of the Chosen Chronicles and everybody in FTW just a small idea um, of some of the stuff that you, like, you were thinking of maybe going over thinking of like some of the topics you were going to talk about or would you rather keep that dead secret until the day comes I like to keep my people guessing no I like that one I like that one see not many people knew that I was doing this when I first started this it was only like me Byron oh voice crack me Byron and the pinnacle because uh, Caleb was the first episode so when I did it and people enjoyed it then I thought oh I might as well try and get most of the, the roster on. Like I said before, we eventually got you on with our crazy work schedules. So thank you very much for coming on. No problem, man. Anytime. You said to me earlier on, when I asked you to say a certain phrase at the end, you said that you had too much respect for this guy. How has your relationship with Byron affected you being in FTW? Um, have you bunched ideas off him? Has he been a great help. Just take a few minutes maybe to show your appreciation to the Mad King himself. The guy's like a brother to me. I, I can't say anything bad. I love his work. He's a great professor. He's a great leader. He's a great champion. Oh, no. Because now you've said all this stuff, so I know you're not going to say the line at the end. Nah, but I'm not I, 
I told you I respect that man too much, but that doesn't stop me when that time does come. If he still is world heavyweight champion, that belt is mine. Oh, you heard it here first, folks. Killer Chaos, Mad King Trey Marquise. Will Trey accept the challenge if he still has the belt, or will he be a pussy that we all know that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think a pussy. No, he probably had one of his, his posses speak oh. on those. So. <laughs> one, one of his little, uh, one of his little. What you call him lackeys? Lackeys. Ah, <laughs> uh, do you know what? I've had my run in with the, with the Church of Salvation with the whole Seven Ass Project. As the chosen one, I I give up with all that shit. I just laugh at the crazy, stupid stuff they do now. I'd I be just like, oh my God, this is hilarious. What is going on? They're, they're sadistic fucks, but some of the time, like being Connell Gardner, speaking about this, it's funny to see some of the crazy shit that they do, you know, with the whole Raven Flash connection and, and, Will Ravencroft give Flash a hug? Dude, I was like, what is this hug connection or something? <laughs> oh my God. Don't Just, bring a teddy bear. Please don't bring a teddy bear. Y'all guys bring a teddy bear, I'm done. I'm going for like weeks right now. I'll be back the next few months. <laughs> I don't believe this shit. They just brought in a goddamn teddy bear. Dude, don't hold the teddy bear. I'm like, don't hold the fucking teddy bear. Oh, bro. Looking at this, is there any, like, I know you've been busy, so you probably haven't been able to watch as much as you would like to. Has there been anybody that's caught your eye um, within FTW where you went, oh, shit, I want to work with them? Uh, <laughs> he already been doing a lot. He's like the hype man of FTW, Hollywood Haywood. <laughs> oh. That would be a good match. Yeah. Have you any plans for Killer Chaos going into the future? Um, have you any long-term plans? Like you said, obviously, that you want to have a go with Trey Marquise and the um, FTW title and stuff like that. But is it, will we see any alliances, any different rivalry starting up or – I can just say, we'll see what happens, man. Anything can happen in FTW. <laughs> is is there anything that Jacoby would like to say? Because we've been on here for about 30-odd minutes, so we'll be wrapping up very soon. I know it doesn't feel like 30 minutes, but um, we've had fun. We've had a laugh. We just talk randomly about stupid stuff. But is there anything that Jacoby would like to say to the FTW? Um to different players or different stuff like that. Um, just anything that you want to throw out or anything Killer Chaos wants to say to the FTW and beyond universes. Well. Or if you want to issue any other challenges apart from Trey Marquise. <laughs> no, I work my way around. I don't, I don't do that. It's, it's a lot on the kick-ass list right now. It's, it's more to come, but... I just work my way around. So none of us will ever know, ladies and gentlemen, if we're on that kick-ass list until the day comes. So I think we've all just got to try and keep Killer Chaos on our good sides. 
maybe it's a good idea to drop Jacoby a text message just to make sure he's okay every once in a while, just so that we're not on the kick-ass list when it comes to killer chaos. Please so, do. You don't want to see my bad side. You want to like me when I'm angry. <laughs> is there any character within FTW that you don't particularly like or like you've had a big rivalry with as Killer Chaos and Killer Chaos wouldn't like? Hmm. Not anybody in particular. I'm feeling everybody's on um, rivalry and promos. It's especially the ones going on right now. You know, it's all the stuff that goes into that group. I wanted to see that because I knew um, you'd say there was nobody because everybody in FTW and with you being in FSB as well, um, everybody there is so goddamn talented and we've all found our niche and it's just, it's absolutely crazy. Just how good everybody is all the bloody time. I wonder at myself, man. Each prediction I like. Man, how y'all get so good with this? <laughs> it, it, it all just comes with time. Like, I've been around for six, seven odd years doing sh- crazy shit like this. And, you know, the chosen one wasn't this cocky. Well, Colin Gardner wasn't this confident six, seven years ago when I first started. So it all develops over time. But let's just bring it to a close because we've been on for about 35 minutes now. Um, I'm going to let you get back to whatever you need to get back to. But I really appreciate you being and um, well, taking time out of your busy schedules and taking time out of your day to finally allow us to get um, what has been, I think, episode seven, did I say, of season two up and running um, because um, it's been absolutely a wild ride. Um, I've always wanted to get you on because ever since I've been booking – what used to be FTW UK is now FTW Imperial. Um, I've been keeping an eye on roster lists, especially of FTW and of us. And I've always admired um, the Killer Chaos work with the comics and the different promos that you've put out. Um, so consider me a fan. And if we do a convention in 2023, which was the plan from Byron, I really hope you can make it yourself. Um, and maybe, hopefully I can make it and we can finally get to meet face-to-face rather than watching each other's promos or over a Zoom screen. Yeah, we need to do like an um, FTW live event somewhere. Just have a good time, and Have a couple beers, a few laughs. Just party, man. See, the only problem is, hopefully, well, 2022, I'll be, oh, no, we'll be, it's okay. I was going to say by the time we hit, uh, if I traveled out now, I will, uh, legally, I'm not allowed to drink in the U.S. yet um, because I'm still a baby. I'm only 19. Oh, man. But, <laughs> yeah. I, know, I, look, I, look, I look like shit. I look about 40. Um, but, but, yeah, so hopefully by – well, I suppose because 2022, I'll be 20. 2023, I'll be 21. So hopefully by the time we do this – what? I'm 37, look like I'm still in high school. 37. Jesus, bro, you don't look, you don't look bad. Come on. Yeah. What's I am 37, man. My baby mom is 39. Jeez. Fair enough, bro. So, this has been episode seven of season two. It has been an absolute pleasure. Jacoby has said that he's not going to say the famous line at the end. 
So do you know what? That means that I'm just going to have to say it twice for both of us, and he's just going to have to listen. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been episode seven of season two. It's been an absolute pleasure with Jacoby. Um, like I've said, and I keep saying it, I've wanted to do it for so long. Finally got to, and it exceeded my expectations. I think it's been a fantastic episode for everybody to listen to. Um, we've just kind of kicked back and forth. But at the end of every FTW broadcast, Trey Marquise has asked us to say a certain thing, and that is, may Trey be with you. Do you want to say that line? No, you go ahead and say it, man. <laughs> <laughs> but since I'm the love of a rogue known as, uh, known as CPG, maybe I could speak, um, I say, fuck the boss, fuck the rules, and let's have a wee bit of fun. So, at the end of every my FTW broadcast, I say a famous little line known as, may Trey go fucking south. And it's become quite a famous thing on the Children Chronicles. And like I said, chaos won't say it. So, since this has been episode seven, it has been a fantastic episode. And thank you for being on, Jacoby. Um, I hope all the listeners have really, really enjoyed watching, and I hope they'll tune in for further episodes. And I hope you'll tune in yourself, bud. Um, maybe when you're going around uh, cleaning in the hospital wing, maybe if you have headphones on, hopefully you'll listen to future episodes or previous episodes. Um, and there's different stuff along them lines. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, we are about 40 maybe minutes in. So thank Ooh. you very much for joining us. The Chosen One and Killer Chaos are out. The music heard at the start of this podcast was used by Upbeat.io. It is known as Stone Cold by all good folks.